Welcome to the Code Karate AI podcast, where we highlight recent news and tools in the world of artificial intelligence. Meta AI researchers have recently unveiled a groundbreaking advancement in the domain of speech synthesis, VoiceBox. This is the first generative AI model for speech that generalizes across tasks it wasn't specifically trained to do, displaying stellar performance along the way. Like its counterparts in images and text generation, VoiceBox churns out output in an array of styles, but its main function is far more riveting. Rather than creating an image or text, VoiceBox crafts high-quality audio clips, and it's as proficient at building outputs from scratch as it is at modifying a given sample. From synthesizing speech across six languages to performing noise removal, content editing, style conversion, and diverse sample generation, this model is truly transformative. VoiceBox's distinctive architecture rests upon a method known as flow matching. This approach, which has demonstrated its superiority over diffusion models, allows VoiceBox to excel even in zero-shot text-to-speech and cross-lingual style transfer tasks. It consistently outperforms leading models, delivering lower word error rates and higher audio similarity scores while being up to 20 times faster. However, as intriguing as VoiceBox's capabilities are, the potential for misuse is also significant. That's why, in a move to balance openness with responsibility, Meta AI is refraining from making the VoiceBox model or code publicly available at the moment. Instead, they are sharing audio samples and a research paper detailing the model's approach and results, including the creation of a highly effective classifier that can distinguish between authentic speech and audio generated with VoiceBox. One of the key innovations of VoiceBox lies in its ability to learn from raw audio and accompanying transcriptions, rather than relying on carefully prepared task-specific training data. This shift enables it to train on more diverse and larger scales of data, paving the way for highly non-deterministic mapping between text and speech. The model was trained on over 50,000 hours of recorded speech and transcripts from public domain audiobooks in English, French, Spanish, German, Polish, and Portuguese, predicting speech segments from the context and applying this skill across speech generation tasks. With this versatile framework, VoiceBox excels across various tasks. In-context text-to-speech synthesis, where it can match the audio style of a sample and use it for text-to-speech generation. Cross-lingual style transfer, where it can create a reading of a text in different languages. Speech denoising and editing, where it can seamlessly edit segments within audio recordings and replace misspoken words. Diverse speech sampling, where it can generate speech that reflects the diverse ways people talk in the real world across six languages. VoiceBox's advent heralds a new era of generative AI for speech, with its power to perform task generalization, while ensuring the balance between tech innovation and potential risks. Just like other scalable generative AI models that have created a wave of excitement in the domains of text, image, and video generation, VoiceBox is set to bring similar impact to the world of speech. An AI term you should know about. Today, we continue deep diving into a machine learning term by exploring unsupervised learning. This is an intriguing sector of machine learning that employs algorithms to sift through and cluster unlabeled datasets. The hidden patterns and data groupings are discovered without human intervention. 
Imagine being able to identify similarities and differences in vast data sets, making it an ideal solution for tasks like exploratory data analysis, cross-selling strategies, customer segmentation, and image recognition. That's the power of unsupervised learning. Unsupervised learning models, in essence, perform three key tasks, clustering, association, and dimensionality reduction. These tasks each have a diverse range of applications and employ numerous algorithms for efficient results. Let's delve into the concept of clustering. It is a technique that groups unlabeled data based on similarities or differences. There are several categories of clustering, including exclusive, overlapping, hierarchical, and probabilistic. In exclusive clustering, each data point can exist only in one cluster, whereas overlapping clustering allows data points to belong to multiple clusters. Hierarchical clustering merges or splits data points based on similarity or difference and can be either agglomerative, bottom-up, or divisive, top-down. Probabilistic clustering assigns data points to a particular distribution based on their likelihood. Association rule is a powerful tool in unsupervised learning, which helps in finding relationships between variables in a data set. It forms the backbone of market basket analysis, improving cross-selling strategies and recommendation engines. A priori algorithm, commonly used in association rule mining, navigates through the dataset to identify frequent item sets, leading to the creation of highly intuitive recommendation engines. Dimensionality reduction is a third important facet of unsupervised learning. It comes into play when the number of features in a dataset is too high. This technique reduces the data inputs to a manageable size while preserving the integrity of the dataset as much as possible. Methods like Principal Component Analysis, PCA, Singular Value Decomposition, SVD, and Autoencoders are commonly used for dimensionality reduction. Unsupervised learning is currently being applied in several real-world scenarios. Google News, for instance, uses it to categorize articles on the same story from various online news outlets. Medical imaging, anomaly detection, customer personas, and recommendation engines are other areas where unsupervised learning proves its worth. It's essential to know how unsupervised learning differs from supervised and semi-supervised learning. Supervised learning algorithms use labeled data to predict future outcomes or assign data to specific categories. On the other hand, semi-supervised learning involves part of the input data being labeled. Though supervised learning algorithms are usually more accurate, they require upfront human intervention for data labeling. Despite the numerous benefits of unsupervised learning, it does have its own set of challenges. These include computational complexity, longer training times, risk of inaccurate results, need for human intervention to validate output variables, and lack of transparency into the basis on which data was clustered. AI Tool of the Day in a recent post by Dan Shipper, we learn more about an OpenAI GPT-4 model update, GPT-4 Functions. One of the most fascinating aspects of human children is their capacity to use tools. As infants, they wail and fuss, deploying the tool of noise to signal hunger, tiredness, or discomfort. As they grow, their tool use evolves into language, more precise and effective for achieving their goals. They can say, can I have a cookie? Thereby engaging the tools available to their parents to fulfill their request. 
Large language models like GPT-4, unlike human children, weren't innately endowed with tool-using abilities. This changed when OpenAI built tool use into the GPT API in an update called Function Calling. Each function represents a tool the GPT model can deploy as needed, whether it's external code, databases, or other APIs, much like a child seeking a parent's help. Now when you query a GPT model, you can provide a set of tools the model can use. Depending on the query, GPT can choose to respond directly or request to use a tool. If it does the latter, your code engages the tool, retrieves the results, and feeds them back to GPT for further processing. This innovation is crucial. It addresses GPT models' limitations, like inability with math, accessing private data, using APIs, or being current beyond 2021. It helps the models use tools to assist with challenging queries, boosting their power and replacing some of the functionality of open-source libraries that do the same thing. Function calling heralds an era where a GPT model can easily check the weather, pull a stock price, access your company's database, or send an email. You can make capabilities available as tools to GPT, which can then intelligently decide to use them to fulfill given tasks. This breakthrough is particularly useful for running agents, language models that operate in loops until they complete a task, like researching and summarizing news. Before function calling, creating agents required much custom code or reliance on open-source libraries like Langchain, which was unreliable and slow due to the precise formatting requirements. OpenAI's function calling release has streamlined the process, enabling the creation of agents with less code, faster, and with fewer breakdowns. This development, while a boon for builders, presents challenges for open-source libraries, which must now either innovate beyond OpenAI's offerings or move quickly to implement new ideas before OpenAI does. The evolution of language models is akin to children growing up. They achieve sudden leaps in functionality, smiling, crawling, waving, and over time accumulate these skills to become increasingly complex and capable. The new function-calling feature is such a leap for GPT models, simplifying the building of complex functionalities and making significant amounts of previous code unnecessary or outdated. Did you like what you learned today? If so, please give this episode a rating and help us spread the word by sending it to a friend. Thanks for listening to the Code Karate AI podcast. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter at CodeKarate.com and follow us on Twitter at CodeKarate for more AI content. Until next time.